The warm weather is finally here, and so is Montana Samuels, and I'm Mike Bonner, and we're here to talk about that warm weather with the Director of Parks and Recreation and Beaches. And be- Mary- Don't forget the beaches. And beaches. That's really what we're going to focus on, uh, Mary Raposa. Uh, and we'll get to uh, that interview, that discussion a little bit later, but it's we're looking outside. It's not a cloud in the sky, at least from our window. There may be clouds in the sky, yeah. but... We do have to admit, there is only one very thin window in the podcast room here. <laughs> but so. it looks like a beautiful day at that point. Yeah. It felt great when I walked in. It did. It did. It, it was nice. I usually walk to work because I live within walking distance right. of work. So right. it's really been uh, nice to be able to walk without having a jacket. Yeah. Now and you get a week of that, and then you'll walk, and you'll be drenched in sweat. The trees are budding too, as we can actually That's see. True. We see leaves now. Yeah, that that is nice. We we've had to stare at dead trees for a little little too long for my taste, frankly, because we missed. Uh, there wasn't much fall foliage this year either. And now we have. We're just talking about foliage. You threw me off there. (laughs) Out of all of the words that I would have guessed that would have been spoken during this podcast, foliage. Yeah, foliage. Would not have been one. But, uh, and you just threw me off. I had a thought, and now all I can think of is autumn. Yeah, it's it's the best season. We we could dissect why (laughs) uh, fall is better than spring. I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> this, I think it was something about the scenery of the trees, and I was trying to transition. As you know, I, I take pride in my yeah, transitions. Yeah, you've been working hard at those. Uh, into the picturesque ocean uh, uh, and the beaches, but now all I can think of is the reds and the, yeah, the oranges, oranges yeah. and yellows. of. It's because it's better. I don't think so, but uh, anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk about the beaches and the parks and everything that there can that can happen if you're an active adventurer living in New Bedford or the surrounding areas. Uh, and this comes up in the interview, but you spent some time living in Florida. This is true. And beaches in Florida are a little different than beaches up here in terms of cost. Well, yeah, they're free. Yeah, that's the that's that, the best part. <laughs> it blew, yeah, that blows my mind a little bit in terms of uh, growing up here. And when I was in Mississippi, we went to Biloxi, which is on the oh, coast. Oh, I've been to Biloxi. Yeah, yeah it's Drove a great. Yeah, it. <laughs> Drove through it. No, we we stopped. We got out. <laughs> no, I did. We stopped and got out. Uh, and walked around Biloxi a little bit. I mean, I didn't spend time there. It's not like I went Is to... Is this your goal today to just throw me off? Like, oh, I've been there. I drove through it, I mean. I, did, I didn't... No, we stopped a guy out of the car. We saw... Went to the... a McDonald's. No, no, no. We, we walked around a little bit. There was a, some oh. family member of the my buddy Alex, who I was with, um, lived in Biloxi. No. Al- our friend Grace, my friend Grace, her grandfather is from Biloxi. Um, so we stopped there, explored Biloxi. I mean, what? it's Biloxi. The beaches are free. The beaches are free. And I was in awe because I was the only one. I, some of my friends and I went down there, and they're from uh, the northeast as well. And it was just, yeah, it was a common, well, why? yeah, it's a beach. We can go there anytime. Yeah. And we were like, look, it's a beach, and it's white sand. And So I guess the important po- point to 
make sure we clarify is that the parking at the beach is free, which I guess is what you have to pay for up here. You have to pay for the parking. You can technically walk onto the beach for free. Yeah, technically. Yeah, you're right. And we'll get into that with Mary. Uh, The beaches here are free as well. Yeah. You're paying for the parking. Right. And we will get into uh, where that money for the parking is going as we'll uh, we'll now. Yeah. It's better than ever to segue into the interview with uh, Director of Parks, Recreation, and Beaches, beaches. Mary Raposa. As promised, we are here with the Director of Parks, Recreation, and Beaches, Mary Raposa. Mary, thanks so much for uh, joining the Bubble Podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, um, the weather's finally... uh, Finally. Improving. It's getting a bit warmer out there, so there's actually a lot to do. I feel like I've I've done all of these things so far, at least covered some of the things, whether it's the... uh, Golf course, the new management yep. of the Whaling City Golf Course. Uh, I have walked around the beaches so far. That was my personal. You ran um, a 5K with your dog. I ran a 5K with my dog. So, <laughs> And I've also covered the uh, the ribbon cutting of the dog park and also wrote, wrote about it. So Mary kind of has her hand in, in all of those things. And we want to start, I guess, first, we'll start with what I, I guess, covered kind of first was the uh, the transition of the new management under the, at the Whaling City Golf Course. And they seem to have a lot of uh, new things kind of in the works up there. They do. They, we're really excited to have them on board. They've got some great ideas for um, promoting membership, for encouraging youth play, um, really trying to uh, bring the uh, community back on board because it is a public golf course, which you know not a lot of cities have public golf courses, so we're really mm-hmm. blessed that we have one here. And they understand that, and they're really trying to engage the community in a way that we haven't seen in a long time down there at the golf course. No. Is it something, uh, I know golf is such a, uh, it's everyone either, it seems like one of those things where you either love it, you do or you don't, not necessarily love it or hate it, but you either you're a golfer yeah. or you're not. What are some ways the city's kind of looking towards, or, it, you know, the, uh, uh, the new management is looking towards bringing in, you know, some, some new life into the course? So one of the things that we'll be working with them on is a junior program. Mm. And um, so they're, they're going to be working to create with us a program that will encourage juniors to get out there and to, and to see if, they're, if golf is a fit for them. Because as yeah. you said, you know, for some people get the bug and then they're a golfer for life. And, um, and then in the past there was a youth program. So we'll work with them on that as well so we can start getting the young people in there mm-hmm. and start to uh, gener- generate you know, that interest so that it becomes um, something that they're interested in continuing to do. Yeah, I've talked to the Carlsons a couple times, and they're really good people. Uh, I actually have to – I, I want to reach out to them and see if I can bring Mac along on the course. I'm oh. sure they will say no, but that's one yeah, of the things. <laughs> um, but that's a – as you would like to point out my transitions, that's an easy transition into the dog park yes. and uh, something that uh, Mac is very much looking forward to. Uh, at We were just at Mashpee. I think we were on the Cape and we drove to Mashpee because they have a, a dog park and there wasn't one in New Bedford. So now there is a dog right. park. It's officially open. It had been operational for a bit, but now it's, it's officially a thing. That's right. We had the ribbon cutting on Friday. And I, I drove by this morning. I've never driven by since it opened when there weren't dogs in there. So really? th- this is a terrific thing. It seems I, I we were trying to write a story and I'm like, let me just go see if there. And sure enough, I went and there were two dogs yeah. and owners. So it does seem like there it's being used very much. It is, and I, I'm sure that we're going to see that use continue to grow. There's, I believe, over 6,000 registered dogs in the city of New Bedford. Mm-hmm. So um, we have not hit 200 families that have bought fobs yet. 
Um, we we anticipate that with the weather, you know, improving, sure. that we'll see more families and dog owners taking yeah. advantage of that space. How do you see it kind of growing in terms of you said not quite 200 yet but i know when i did the facebook live and wrote my story other communities were really interested in it too and i know right now you have to be licensed in new bedford but is that an avenue that the city might pursue in terms of maybe opening it up to surrounding areas right we we always when we were designing the park we always had it in our head that it would be a destination dog park Mm. so in order for it to be a destination dog park you need to open it up to other communities (laughs) we just this first year we thought we would keep it with just the new bedford residents for a couple of reasons we we'd never done this before so we wanted to see how the rules and regulations played out and also to see what kind of um you know, turnout we got from the New Bedford residents because if if every dog owner decided that they wanted in on this, a lot of people. we might have hit capacity before we opened it up to the outside. But we'll, we're definitely going to revisit this in January, and um, and then we'll make a determination on whether or not other communities can buy fobs for the park. Yeah, is this the first ever dog park that the city of New Bedford has had operational? Yes, it's the first really? official dog park in the city. Wow, that's big. I always, I always find dog parks very interesting because you think it's just a, an opportunity for you to like essentially tire your dog out so they're not <laughs> running around the house. But it really is like you go to a dog park and you see people that you see five days a week. So it sort of builds this cool sense of community at the dog park. Have you seen people, Mike, maybe in your reporting, already seen people building that relationship with pe- uh, others that frequent the dog park? I, I have heard that that is starting yeah. to happen because, as you say, people will tend to go the same time, the same days, and it mm. really starts to become a place where community is built. And, yeah. and that's one of the things we heard when we were researching other dog parks is it, it that's – one of the great things about Dog Park is that it really does build community. Yeah, it's, it's really big, too. It seems like there's a lot of area. I know there's it's broken down to a small dogs and all dogs uh, area, but the all dogs kind of section, it's really, it, it gives you a lot of room so that there could be quite a few dogs in there. That's right. There could be. And um, we've got about an acre. Oh, is that? So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it, that's pretty good size yeah. for a dog park. And, um, yeah, there's plenty of room. I mean, the dogs can really run, which is great because there aren't, if you don't have a good size yard, there just aren't a lot of places for sure. the dogs to be able to do that. And I, in talking with some people, dog owners, they said they, they like it because some people have areas or space or yards for their dogs to run, but they like the social aspect of it in terms of allowing their dogs to socialize with their dogs and, yeah. and play with other dogs. So there may be some room for your dog to run, but in order to you know really kind of engage and, and socialize, I know that's a, that's a great aspect for it uh, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Sticking with my theme of what Mac likes to do, he loves swimming in the water. Um, he, it's actually, we were, as I said, we were on the Cape uh, last two weekends ago, just trying to beat the rush, so to speak. Get sure, out there. Absolutely. It was nice. And, yeah. Uh, and we were at uh, um, kind of a little beach, and he just ran in the water. I didn't have, like, usually I have a yeah. toy, but he, he thought I was going to throw a toy in the water. So he really enjoys uh, the New Bedford beaches, and it's getting at that time. I know beach passes are now available, That's correct? Right. The beach could, passes are Could you sale. kind of just give us a rundown of you know where people can buy them and just how sure. much they are in, in that aspect of it? So we have seasonal beach passes available now. You can purchase them at, at the Parks and Rec office, which is 181 Hillman Street, uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, they're also available at the traffic office at the elm street garage and at the um, city clerk's office at city hall 
And then evenings and Saturdays, you can purchase them at the Andre McCoy Recreation Center at 181 Hillman Street. And it's $10 for a season pass for city resident, and that gives you anytime access to three beaches. Oh, wow. I did not know you could get at the Elm Street Garage. So that, I, I've been, right, I've been, right next meeting, door. Exactly. <laughs> next I've door. been meaning to, so that'll be helpful. Yeah. The, one of the things that came to my mind uh, in growing up and traveling to Maine and going to other beaches and even the Cape, $10 seemed like a really cheap really great value where did that number i guess where did each number for this in-city residents and the out of city and then or the neighboring area and then the outside of those areas where did those numbers kind of come from those figures so we you know we do staff the lots with parking lot attendants during the summer and this year we're adding a park ambassador at fort Tabor, who will be there to um, work with the special event organizers that have events there almost every weekend but also be a liaison to the public so if folks have questions or concerns that it'll just be a uh, parks and rec presence in the parks on the weekends and so really that's where the money goes it's going towards um, staffing but also improvements so one of the things on our bucket list is to get the parking lots at east beach mm-hmm renovated and all of the money that we collect for beach parking is designated to those areas so the money just gets put right back into the beaches fort Tabor, and the parking program yeah is there ever has there been any thought as a person who loves the beaches and wants to see more kind of done with it i, w- I loved the idea of the west beach house and i'm sure we can get there yeah. at some point <laughs> was there any idea maybe raising it to 15 and using some of that money because it just seems like i said it seems like it's such a great value i would be willing to pay much more than 10 and 10 i was like sign me up that's yeah that's that's tremendous (laughs) i know it really is a great value and you know we we want to just at this point we really want to make sure that city residents are taking advantage of this great resource and Mm -hmm. so we don't want to make it restrictive at some point, if the beaches become so popular and the parking lots are so full, then mm-hmm. we may need to consider okay. that just to manage the crowds. Is that part of the balance? Maybe you don't want to um, raise the prices because you'd like to see the participation of the beaches go up a little bit before you raise the, the rate to coincide with that? Right. Okay. And and I want to be clear that we don't charge for to go to the beach. We're just sure. charging oh, for, for parking. parking. And sometimes parking. people are sure. confused about that. The beaches are free. It's the parking right, that you're paying right. for. Okay. But it's true. Yeah. So we, we really, and we have seen an increase in the number Still, of folks and, using and the And I will beaches. say, yeah, yeah, I mean, even for parking, that's extreme. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's I a new, yeah. It the is. fact that it's it's free, sure. But I, I mean, I, it, I would, it's hard pressed to find a, another beach for parking a season. I've paid right. Oh, I know. $20 for a day at yeah, some places. Exactly. So yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I also wanted fine. to say no, they, it right. was, it was, I'm true. still kind of flabbergasted yeah. by yeah. The, the value of it. Yeah. What can we do or what can the city do as I, I live in the city to really utilize those, you know, beaches to increase, you know, activities. I know, and this might be where we get into the West beach house project, but what are their ideas, whether they're, they're, feasible this year or you're looking at 20 years down the road or something what are some ideas that you really kind of envision to really make uh as we talked about the destination dog park kind of some of these destination beaches as well right we we do have three distinct beaches so um at west beach we've been working with the commission on disability for the past two or three years now they um they were concerned that folks that were uh, in you know confined to wheelchairs or had other mobility issues weren't getting weren't having the same access to the beaches that mm. other residents had so we've been working with them over the past couple of years to improve access at west beach so at west beach now we have the amphibious wheelchair mm. 
Mm-hmm. We added ramps to the across the sand to the water last year. Of course, the pavilion is a shade structure that also is um, completely ADA accessible. And um, although the bathrooms now uh, work for ADA accessibility, they're not ideal. So definitely one of the things we're doing at West Beach is we want to make sure that that beach is a place that everyone has access to. Yeah. So that's one of the things we've been working on at West Beach. Also, um, you know, we want to do improvements to the bathhouse so that it is ADA accessible. I'm sure if you've been to the beach, you've been there. I don't think it's been touched since maybe the 20s or 30s. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So we would love to see some improvements to that building. The um, the West Beach Boathouse, I think, is we're so blessed to have that building. It's waterfront property with right on the beach it's a good sized building and you know quite frankly if if anything happened to that structure we would never be allowed to rebuild in that Mm. spot it just it wouldn't happen not with um the constraints with the location so close to the water so um we were maybe oh gee it must be four years ago now we were approached by a couple of um local and not so local uh, kayak paddleboard um, renting mm-hmm. this, uh, organizations who were interested in access to that building and boy we thought what a terrific opportunity Clark's Cove is perfect for that kind of water sport because it's very right. calm and mm-hmm. protected and so although the building's not in a position yet where we can have rentals out of the building we um, we did work with a local provider this year and we're going to be doing paddleboard yoga off West Beach oh, so wow, that that'll be fun. pretty fun yeah and yeah. it'll give us an opportunity to see you know what kind of um, interest there is in the community for that kind of programming sure but um, I think that's going to be fun. And, of course, we've got West uh, Reggae on West Beach, which happens at the Pavilion the last Sunday of every month. And if funding allows, we might even add a couple more um, Sunday afternoon uh, music events. It won't be reggae. It'll be something different. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens with the sure. funding on that. Right up your avenue. Maybe you can uh, – you're oh, the music yeah. guy of the, I, uh, the Standard well, Times. I'm not going to give myself that title. <laughs> I'll let you give it to me. And then East Beach, um, I'm actually putting together a, uh, a big package right now because there's a lot of improvements that we need there. Yeah. We've got a design for a new um, East Beach uh, bathhouse. As you know, we've got a trailer there now because the bathhouse is completely unusable. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have the design for the building. Um, we just don't have the funding. So we're I'm actively looking for funding for that now, but I'm packaging it with resurfacing the parking lots, adding uh, maybe some... Um, plant material there and also um, doing some improvements to um, monkey island because mm-hmm. you know, that, that's another great opportunity mm-hmm. which is completely accessible right on the water and there's all sorts of possibilities for that space it just needs some improvements before we can really start programming sure. it the way we'd like to yeah and then fort Tabor is right. just so popular especially for um events and mm-hmm. i pretty sure we have an event there every single weekend this summer i would wow. be really suspect if we did right right <laughs> and um the beach there is um of course used by folks in the park but you know it's a really great family beach because it's so shallow so we see mm. a lot of folks with the, the little tiny ones at that beach it's protected and shallow and and so they're they're all they all have their own unique mm-hmm. um personalities and yeah yeah do you find that fort Tabor is the most popular 
of the beaches, or are, the, are is there one that emerges above the rest? Not really. Okay. They, because they're so different, as, as I said, Forte was so shallow. East Beach tends to be more the active beach. You know, you've got the volleyball nets. Mm-hmm. They, they do some soccer um, in the sand in the evenings there. And, you know, like I, my daughter's young, and that's where she and her friends are more likely to go. I go to West Beach because mm-hmm. I like to swim, and I think that's the best beach for swimming. Okay. So as someone, I, I lean on Mike when I talk about beaches in New England because I'm originally from Kansas where there are no beaches, no beaches. <laughs> and then I, mo- I moved to Florida where there's a beach year-round, yeah. right? Do you find that often um, maybe people are less aware of the beaches or maybe when you're trying to do things like gain funding for projects, the beaches get pushed off to the side because of the shortened season due to the weather? Or do you think people are generally receptive to the projects? I think people are generally genuinely uh, receptive to the mm-hmm. projects. I, in some ways, I think we almost treasure our beaches more because they're Because seasonal. of the short season, yeah, We sure. don't take them for granted. Um, so, I, you know, and we do have folks who, as soon as the weather breaks, they're, they're down there. there. And I've seen them down there already this year. So um, there's some committed people who are at the beach all the time. Sure. And um, so I don't think so. But, you know, you'd be surprised, and it always surprises me, we have lots. We work with youth in the city all the time. Mm-hmm. And when I hear a young person in the city say, "Oh, we have beaches," <laughs> right? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's just sticking in my mind. Could you go over the uh, paddleboard yoga again and when that? Oh is yeah, and, that's an. So and how that I, was developed. It seems like yeah, it signed me up already. <laughs> no, that's not so great. On-site podcast almost. So yeah. You can do it and see how. Do you live from the water? Live from the water and get some video and see how. Get a waterproof. How mic. well or how poorly we do it. But anyways, <laughs> I'm yeah, going to yeah, try yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the um, I, I wish I could tell you the exact dates okay. and times. I can't. But what I can tell you is that if you go to our registration website, okay. which is um, www. NB, like New Bedford, mm-hmm. PRB, Parks, Recreation, and Beaches. So it's nbprb.com. You can sign up for everything on okay. that website, and all the programs are listed, and it'll tell you exactly when and what okay. the fee is, and, and you can register now. And the great thing is that with that website, you can do it on your phone. You can pay okay. for it right, right on it. So that's a fairly new um uh, platform that we just installed mm-hmm. in January, and we're already seeing uh, – a real uptick in registrations okay. because it's just so easy to use. Sure. I didn't so. want to uh, lose track of the uh, the mm-hmm. boathouse because it just received, I believe, $300,000 yes. of, of funding in this uh, capital improvements program. Would that just be strictly, well, what, what would the money, I guess we could start, what would the money go for? What, what needs to happen there? So right now, the, the roof is in really bad shape. And it's not just the roof, it's the substructure mm-hmm. of the roof. Mm-hmm. And so the building is, is having, um, you know, the damage is just extending into the mm-hmm. building. And what we want to do is make sure we stabilize that building so we don't lose that terrific waterfront property. Sure. And so that's where that money is going to go. It's going to go into, they're going to, that roof is going to come off. All of the substructure is going to be um, re-supported and um, renovated wherever necessary. Because of its location on the, um, on the water, 
the requirements for that the roof in that location is not like putting a roof on okay. your home downtown mm-hmm. so um, that's what causes the um, the number to jump up pretty quickly for the roof on that building it is it's a pretty good sized building mm-hmm. too I think people don't realize that how large it is inside mm-hmm. it's quite a large building and so that's where that money is going we also have um, requested funds through cpa we'll find out tomorrow night if we got those and that would be to renovate start to renovate the interior we need to have bathrooms in there in order to have um, any kind of um, any kind of a function in there whether it's uh, sales or rentals or in in the long run the hope would be i'm guessing though that it would kind of for itself in terms of the rental income of oh yeah mm-hmm. whether whatever whoever's renting at whether yeah for the paddle boards or yep. whatever that, is that it, correct that's right that building definitely will generate revenue once we're able to put someone in there yeah and if you if you could sort of hypothesize i guess what would you like to see the final say all all the renovations have been done and we're at the point now where we can just sort of decide what we put in there what people in new bedford would best use do you think you have an idea of what you would like to see or is it more based off of sort of the uh the tet like the yoga uh, the paddleboard yoga and seeing if people are receptive to that we'll have different paddleboard rentals and things i i really do feel that um the paddleboard and the kayaking and we could do bicycle rentals out of there mm. as well and it's pretty well located for that. And I, I really do believe strongly that those are going to take off. If, yeah. When you're down there, you see folks already out there kayaking. Some folks kayak every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually seen paddle boards out there quite a bit. Oh, wow. And it, it, as I said, it's a terrific spot, especially for someone who is learning and maybe wants to try it before they buy a board or mm-hmm. buy a kayak because it's just... A nice, right. very quiet little cove. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think I'm one who wants to try kayak. Well, I've tried it in a few places, but I haven't uh, tried it in the ocean. I'm usually in a lake or mm. something. Yeah. Uh, but it's something you said. I think Westport is the closest place where you got to do it. And I, I'd rather just kind of do yeah. it in my backyard, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know uh, I've spoke with you, I believe, last summer. And there always seems to be a lot going on, as you said, at uh, Fort Tabor or Buttonwood. Uh, what what are some things people uh, we talked about the oceans we talked about um, you know the golf course the dog park what other aspects whether it's at Buttonwood or Tabor should people kind of keep their eyes on well we have the food truck festival coming back in July so that's mm-hmm. always a big one um, for um, folks who are interested in um, you know watching some events there's the triathlon that comes every summer as well and that's kind of an interesting thing to watch yeah um, we, we're going to have uh, volleyball tournaments at East Beach we've got one already set up Mac volleyball is going to be running those for us this year so we're going to be kicking them up a notch they'll be a little bit more professional than oh, when wow. we were running them in-house they're hoping to do at least two more this summer so that'll be fun um, we um, if we're going to be going into Buttonwood Park we've got um oh well actually at Fort Tabor uh this year we're going to be bringing back the Fort Tabor Youth Fishing Clinic and the first one's Saturday June 30th from 9 to 12 and that's a free fishing clinic for kids that's sponsored by the uh, Marine Fisheries and the Buzzards Bay Angler Club and they teach the kids how to cast they actually get to fish off the pier and um they get to go home with a fishing pole which is kind of amazing I know right so uh, that was a really fun event, and um, Marine Fisheries did it last year for the first time in the spring at Fort Tabor, and they said it's now their favorite place to do it. And wow. so they came back in September, and they're going to be here again this June, so we're very excited about having that come back. Yeah. Um, 
The Buttonwood Park we're going to be doing, oh, also at Fort Tabor, um, is the Kennedy Summer Day Program. That's our um, summer program that we run eight weeks during the summer, five days a week from 8 to 3 p.m., and we still oh, have cool. slots available. Those, those uh, slots almost always fill up, mm -hmm. so we ask people to try to think about getting the kids signed up early, but that's a terrific program, and those kids do get to go kayaking. That's one of the things <laughs> they get to do. They get to sail. They learn how to quahog, and then, of course, they do all the things that you would want to do in the summer. You get to go to the playground. You get to go swimming. Sure. It's, um, it's a really, really fun time. The kids love it. Um, I hate to keep bringing up uh, or including Montana into various events, but how professional <laughs> volleyball are we talking here? I mean, as it oh uh, right, how like could you know? Because I'm a professional volleyball player. Well, no, you're not. That's what I'm asking. You're not. So if we were to draft a, a standard times team, oh right, oh, yeah. are we going to get the mop? Uh, you know, we're going to get destroyed that first or yeah. Round. No, it's yeah. It, it's uh, meant to be volleyball tournaments for pickup teams. So, okay, yeah. all right. So we we're, we might make yep. it to the, the second bubble, round. Yeah. The we bubble, might make it to the second round. Now is it? two-person two beach volleyball or is it I forget um, how many so when we were what? organizing it we were doing four on a side okay. so okay. I'm not sure how exactly they're doing it but again everything is on our website okay. so, so you're saying you need two more people alright just two more <laughs> I maybe mean, I can recruit two more people I could probably yeah I okay. think we can figure it out alright sorry to interrupt but that's, I, that, okay. that, that's no, what popped into my fun. mind yeah. um, I also wanted to mention that one of the things we have coming up June 1st is um Football for You, which is a free non-contact football clinic that the New England Patriots okay. put on for us. This will be the third year they're putting it on for us. It's really amazing. I mean, literally the kids, this clinic is run by um, retired football players, NFL Patriots football players, and coaches. So the kids get to run drills and yeah. really experience um, and get the, the wealth of knowledge from the right. experience of sure. these guys. And it... It's free. They get dinner. It's um, Friday, June 1st from 3 to 6 p.m. at the uh, uh, New Bedford High School football field. Okay. okay. Nice. And, um, That's really cool. Yeah, last yeah, year a couple of guys had their all their bling on. You <laughs> sure. get to absolutely. see the rings. And, and um, it's uh, co-ed, so boys and girls are welcome, and we always get some girls at the clinic. Yeah. And the... Um, they get to try every single station. So if normally they think of themselves as a quarterback, well, they're going to get to do that, but they're also going to be doing line drills right. and receiving drills. Right. And so it, it's really, really fun. And that's for ages 9 to 14. So, um, yeah, that'll be great. We were just talking about on our other podcast that we recorded the, uh, today about non-contact football in yeah. terms of yeah. especially for yep. youth and being safe yep. and, and promoting the sport in a great way. So that sounds, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, that was, the, I mean, perfectly relevant to right. our earlier yep. discussion. Well, and along that line, we are, um, we've been doing flag football, but we're, mm -hmm. um, we're going to be expanding it this year as well. We're partnering, partnering with um, uh, Sidekicks um, Academy. Athletics, and okay. they're going to be doing an NFL flag football program for us oh, at okay. Buttonwood Park. And just as you said, what we're hearing is that you know more and more parents are looking for non-contact mm -hmm. footballs. Right. So that's un that's definitely a non-contact football yeah. option for kids. Who are still right. We spoke in with someone, game. yeah, from Boston University today, yeah. kind of studying you know brain injuries and such. And mm -hmm. he said you can't you can't just get rid of the game because there's so many valuable aspects of team yeah, team, team you know sports, team building yeah. and such so it's just trying to to mesh the team aspects with safety and it sounds like that's a great opportunity yeah yeah, yeah. it's interesting to hear that 
the department also was sort of plugged into that early on because there's still people who are definitely championing like peewee youth football con- yep. full contact but it's interesting to hear that new bedford was sort of plugged into this change that's happening because i don't see a lot of communities fully grasping mm. onto that idea and we do have two um football leagues for sure. youth in yeah, the city absolutely. that are really they get great attendance mm-hmm. and um, you know there's definitely a place for that i happen to be a big football fan myself <laughs> right. so, <laughs> if i was a you know a kid i would be playing football yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> but um yeah but you do have to have those non-contact options absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Well, Mary, thanks so much for coming in today. Yeah, this absolutely. Been, we appreciate uh, you joining really us. Really great, and uh, I'm looking forward to at least the yoga paddle. Well, we're going to get a volleyball team and together. And a volleyball team. We'll <laughs> see how great. that goes. That's terrific. Thanks. Well, thanks so much absolutely. for stopping in again, Thank and you. I'm looking forward now even more to the summer. What should our volleyball team name be? I don't know. I really want to think this through before. All right, yeah. So that was Mary Raposa, as we as we mentioned, and the key that I think you can kind of hear it on the interview that my ears perked up when she said beach volleyball because I that has yeah. to happen. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm not much of a uh, competitor at this point in my life, but you throw me out there on a beach volleyball. Is it a court? Beach volleyball court? Sure. Yeah, you throw me out there on the beach volleyball court, and some things will happen. I don't think that's correct, but I'm, I, I don't know the other word for it. Because when you say it like that, it doesn't sound that's the Beach correct. Beach volleyball court. So you, throw me out on the sand. The sand, you know, yeah. Things will happen. Um, <laughs> that's the option. They have, things they will ha- happen. They happen or they don't. That, that's all I got. I'm, that and then let's, I'm up for the, uh, the yoga paddle board. I would love to come watch you and Mac on the yoga paddle board. I think Mac would enjoy it I, just because I think he likes doing things. Things will happen. He likes right, things yeah. happening. I can, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a decent yoger. 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 Yogi. You're a yogi. I'm a yogi. I can do the, uh, the crow where I, you know, you balance your, <laughs> your knees on your elbows and I can do that. I don't know if I can do it on the paddle board, but. Yeah, that, I mean, I've. Yeah, tell you the truth, I've never set foot on a paddleboard before. Nor have I. Oh, so this <laughs> I'm, this is going to be, you can guarantee that the next video episode of oh, the yeah. bubble is going to be Mike Bonner and his dog Mac on a paddleboard doing yoga. Hopefully, Mike falls, not Mac. Mac likes the water, so it, oh, it'll so, be okay, a win-win, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it, okay, so here's an interesting point. You have informed me that there are no real safety concerns with Mac on the paddleboard because he's got a little doggy life jacket. Of course. And he's a very yeah. good swimmer, but... Yeah, you got to have that. I mean, we just all just want to see the picture of the life jacket. <laughs> that, that's all I brought that up for. Let's uh, Next next excursion. Trying uh, to build some buzz. M-cubed, we should call it. M-cubed? Ooh. Mac Mike that's a in good, Montana. Yeah, that's I'm gonna we should delete that so no one steals our idea. Taking dog with them as their third third partner on this. Third wheel. Third wheel well, I mean it, honestly I'm probably the third wheel in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> no arguments. People came for Mac on that one. Well I I think we're both the third they they just want a unicycle. And yeah, I mean the deal they're just, is, yeah, yeah you put a dog in the camera, it doesn't really matter who else is there. It's right. just pup time. So that so we'll leave you with that. Yeah, uh, that's what you can look forward to uh, from our perspective. There was a lot that Mary talked about, whether it was the uh, non-contact flag football camp or uh, not camp. What do you want to? 
Uh, it was a um, training clinic. session, like clinic. a clinic. Yeah. That's what a clinic would be as a training session. I just couldn't. No, that's, <laughs> we're out. We're out of the clinic game. The, we have not been going to youth sports clinics for a long time. Volleyball, the beaches, and and all of the above. But for us, check us out on the volleyball court. Yeah, <laughs> and the yoga paddleboard. That's what you'll find me. Yeah, I think our team name should be Spike Joneses. Keeping up with the Spike Joneses. Oh, I, I didn't... Because Spike Jones? I don't know. I don't... I, well, Spike S- is... Spike, the volleyball reference, but Spike right. Jones, the film director. Oh. The Knicks... Yeah, the guy, the... Um, Spike Lee. Oh, Spike Jones is the... Oh, my God. Spike Jones is... Um, I don't know He Spike did Jones Her, is. the movie Her. He's, he's like a... Uh, producer for vice he's done a bunch of movies and oh. skateboards spike jones is still a film director we, this could still work okay. all of the things i said are still correct it's just i was thinking about spike Lee. i i don't even care because i'm happy that someone else i'll pull the, the cover the cover art for this pod will be a, a picture of spike jones it's it's not going to be we no, can't get the i don't right even know who that photo. is i'll show you who it is okay he's a real guy he he I won an academy he... award okay he's a real Keeping up with the Spike Joneses. Look out for that, uh, our team name, pl- coming at you this beach volleyball season in New Bedford. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We, no. Uh-huh. I mean, it's close. <laughs> he, yeah, we're going to – you want to try it again? Thanks for having us. We hope that you'll have us no, – that, yeah, we'll hope, we hope that you'll have us back. Yeah. That, yeah, I'm going to do I, it. This I, has been The I, Bubble. <laughs> uh, he's Mike Bonner. I am Montana Samuels. And as always, we hope you'll have us back.